Simón's Live. Awesome jam. Hello, yes. everyone. Hello. Hello and welcome, moms. Welcome. God is good. And if you are still breathing and you are alive right now listening to us, tell yourself God is still good because he's good. God is still good. We hope you're having a blessed week. It's Women's Month and we've been looking at different women in the Bible who made a difference. They were all not perfect. They were not the most likely, but God. So last yeah. week we looked at Eve, not just the part of Eve that ate the fruits because she's famous for that, right? <laughs> but we looked at Eve in all the in new aspects that maybe you haven't seen before. So go back and listen if you missed that show. Yes, yes. We have been speaking about women in the Bible, right? And looking at the characteristics, like San was saying, motherhood and life, etc. 
This week we are looking at Sarah. Yes. So it's Abraham's wife, for all those that don't know. Um, so Sarah was like, uh, you know, many women, you know, they were loving. Oh, she was loving, good, good looking, faithful, loves God, had a husband, rich, but she didn't have one thing. One thing, a child. She never had a child and she was too old to have a child, right? That's what the Bible tells us. Yes, and maybe you're asking why was Sarah important in the Bible? Why are we even talking about Sarah? What difference did she make? I always used to think of Sarah as like a mystery woman in Abraham's life because, <laughs> you know, God is speaking to Abraham most of the time and addressing Abraham most of the time. And when you hear Sarah did something or she showed up, it was always nuclear. She did something and <laughs> things went crazy. <laughs> and God didn't address it as much in the story. Except on the few occasions, we'll obviously chat about those later. But God um, said to her that she will be a mother of many nations. And suddenly the cause of her life changed. And the weight of being a mother of many nations, I mean, all women will be blessed through, through her. She was very important in the birth of the promised son as well. So that's why Sarah is important. Yeah. She's a mother of many nations. Yeah, and if you look at Sarah, Sarah was a woman, an amazing woman. Yeah. But she had weaknesses. And yeah. I sometimes think we can look at ourselves and just focus only on the weaknesses. Um, thinking no one else has weaknesses. And, you know, look at these amazing women. But every person has weaknesses that we yeah. all need to work on. Um, and you can perhaps relate to some of these weaknesses that she may have had. So some of them are a lack of faith. Mm. So we, we obviously, we, we know that she had a lack of faith in terms of, you know, having a baby. She laughed at God. Well, she laughed at the prophets that she was like, ha, what do you mean I'm old? She like <laughs> laughed, right? Uh, she was a schemer. She was doing like idolatry. So we know we have an idol when we are willing to sin in order to get something we want, Right. So dealing in idolatry, we're looking at if we want something so desperately, yeah. we'll do anything to get it. That's idolatry. Uh, blame shifting. She did blame shifting. So she blamed Abraham. Yeah, but Abraham did this. And um, and so-and-so did this when she when she actually had, um, what was the story? When she took her servants and she went, yeah, no. And then she was like, no, but it's the servants' fault. But she was the one that like said to Abraham, but you, you know, <laughs> initiated this. Yes, you <laughs> Um, harshness, so she was a little bit too harsh. Yeah. Uh, she lied to cover her sin, and she was also very jealous, right? We know from the story. So, as a mom, Tandor, have you done any of these things? Denise, come on. I am perfect. Can you not ah. see the perfection coming out of me, shining through my face? <laughs> <laughs> of course, yes. And the most recent one actually was Saturday. So, you think that it was 20 years ago, guys? <laughs> I wish I would say that. <laughs> But it's the most recent one. The whole, so uh, the story is, is a very long story. But uh, I blamed my husband for something. Well, he was blaming me for some. I felt like he was blaming me for something. And I was shifting the blame back at him. And I was very harsh with my words, speaking to him about the issue. So it's not, it was not my best moment. <laughs> Thank God yeah. for the Holy Spirit. You know when you're about to do the wrong thing. And God gives you that notch, like don't. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to fight for myself. And I was harsh. And it was yeah. not a good thing to do. So definitely I can relate to Sarah because I can do that easily. I mean, yeah. a few days ago. Yeah. I love that um, we have the Holy Spirit and Sarah did not have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And I just yeah. thought of that. I was like, wow, 
but um, she still fell short and we still fall short even though we have the Holy Spirit helping us and guiding us yeah. and we when we do fall short we need to humble ourselves and repent before God and I used to think you know the whole thing of repentance is something that you do once you know when you no, give your life no. and say I'm sorry Lord I give you my life and that's it I've learned over the years that repentance is actually daily that repentance is a spirit, is a posture of sure, your heart spirit. towards God. That you do it daily because we all fall short of the glory of God yeah. every single day. Like Sarah. Yeah, I love that. Um, repentance is a spirit. It's a spirit. Um, and it should be what we should do daily. I know with me I had my two miscarriages and there were many moments like I lost faith, right? In fact, I was in, a tre in treatment to fall pregnant, right? When I realized I couldn't take my next batch, I was very devastated. So, so you have to do this whole three-month treatment. And then like, I think I did the first, first month, I think. I can't remember now. And then the second month, I realized, you know, I needed to go and get my prescription to do this because I wanted a baby, right? So you can't miss anything. And um, he was away. And I was like, well, how am I going to get it? No, the doctor has to prescribe it. Sorry. And I was like, oh. And I was so devastated, you know, I lost hope and I was like, oh, this sucks, um, you know, it's okay, well, you know, that's me, uh, I'll, I'll wait a whole month just to do this very thing, um, but God showed his faithfulness, because I was like, you know, no, I'll just wait the whole month and I'll get it the next month, and there was no, no faith there, but in that very month that I didn't do that treatment, I think it was the, the it was going to go on to the th third month, uh, I actually fell pregnant, without the treatment so god was like you listen you don't need your meds hey. you need me hey um you know and i'm not saying anything is bad in terms of you doing the whole med medication and you know helping but if i suppose that was also idolatry like putting my hope in that medication to say that, yeah to yeah so so idolatry faithlessness We've all been through that. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's a powerful testimony, Denise. That's yeah. awesome. I just want to talk about your testimony now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when we speak of submission, submission is definitely not my strength, right? I used to think maybe it was. But God showed me this over the years. Like it humbled me mm -hmm. so much. Because I used to think, Oh, come on, I submit. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and I can't, you know, I can't say that I'm, I'm definitely better now than I was, you know, a few years ago, yeah. knowing that it's easy to submit when you agree with your husband or when you see things the same way. But that's not what the Bible says, right, about submission. This is what it says in First Peter 3, 5. I just, I wanted to read it because I thought it was so mm. beautiful, Denise. I was like, wow, is this in the Bible? <laughs> it says, this is how the holy women of old made themselves beautiful. Wow. This is how. It was not makeup. It was not eyeliner sure. and mascara and base. And this is this is how they put their trust in God and accepted the authority of their husbands. Submission yeah. made these women beautiful. Trusting God made these women beautiful. I, I was I was like just going wild reading this. And then in verse six it says, um, "For instance, Sarah." obeyed her husband abraham and called him her master you are her daughters me and you right when you do what is right without fear of what your husband Sweet. might do submission right yeah. there makes you beautiful trusting god 
makes you beautiful. So the, these are the these are these the strings that Tundal is actually speaking about about. And so often we look over our strengths and we go, oh no, I don't have any strengths. We actually you do, you know. Um, so praising God, she laughed a lot, considered him faithful, who had promised fearlessness. She was clearly fearless. Um, for me as well, though, it was the whole submission thing. I'm like, yes, of course, I'm good at submission. No, I'm not. I'm just joking. Um, but, you know, maybe not. But remember, you don't always have to agree to submit faithfully and honorably. Yeah. So just because I don't agree with what my husband, the decision he's taking. So let's say he's, you know, taking a job and I'm like, I don't agree. I can state, listen, I don't agree. But me not submitting would be you will you will not do that. Like I'm telling, that's me not submitting. So you can submit faithfully and honorably, Mm. even if you don't agree. Um, That's in any situation. And I think many of us face situations and we think, well, I'm just not going to, I'm just going to like tell it like it is. You can't be like that. Um, I think submission is always about how much do you trust God in that situation? Mm. Similar to what that verse said, similar to what was Tandor saying, and I think if you're thinking like like I'm thinking, I don't know if any of those are, are my strength. So if you're looking at those, these, you know, praise God, laughs a lot, uh, submission, cons- uh, consider him faithful who had promised, fearless. If you're looking at yourself going, I don't have any of those, mm-hmm. I think you're being too hard on yourself, mom. So, you know, don't sit and go and, you know, look at yourself and think you're amazing all the time because we're all not. But also don't look at yourself as if, you're a failure because you're not you have strengths pull out those strengths look at yourself like we're looking at sarah and eve and all these other incredible biblical women who have strengths and who who are beautiful because of those strengths and even those weaknesses yeah that's very good yeah i think it was it in Seoul a few years ago i don't know when we did the whole thing of write down your strengths or write down your and the list of it was so easy for me to write down my weaknesses it was easy when I got to the strengths, I was, it was hard. Like, I was like, yeah. why is it so hard for us to recognize that, listen, this is a strength and we can yeah. celebrate that. It's so easy for us to go, no, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, and exactly. I'm terrible at this and I'm terrible at that. So that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I remember my husband used to say to me, he needs a book for a strong-willed wife. And he, I used to laugh when he said that because <laughs> I've said some crazy things to him. I've opposed my husband <laughs> so many times and using the bible to justify why i'm opposing (laughs) him or my lack of submission which was wrong because we can use the bible to do whatever we think it should say to suit what we even our sin yeah Yeah. so like denise said you don't have to agree but you can do it honorably trust if you trust god you will trust that god is working in your husband right so that's why you can submit if he's making the wrong decision you're not the Holy Spirit. I know many yeah. times I used to think I'm my husband's Holy Spirit. No, I'm not. <laughs> and letting the Holy Spirit be the Holy Spirit in his life. Yeah. So God did not put conditions, submit if yeah. or submit That's when. <laughs> it's submit, full stop. The Bible says wives, submit to your husband. Yeah. And I know we like to add commas in there. No, it's it ends right there. There is yeah. no condition. There is no you should when this happens. So, yeah. Yeah, we're going to end off today. Um, throughout the Bible, faithful mothers who trusted the Lord were blessed, right? Now, if you think you haven't been faithful, 
Well, that's okay, because we also see others who were blessed with the Lord's steadfastness. Even when, when they weren't faithful, even when Sarah wasn't faithful, even when their faith faltered, Sarah was, her faith faltered. Sarah was not always faithful. She didn't always get everything right, but her heart was with God. The most important part is our heart. So in Genesis 18, so waiting for God to act in our lives may be the hardest task we ever have to face, right? It's also true that we can become dissatisfied with God's solution, and that does not match up to our expectations, right? Sarah's life teaches us that when we feel, when we feel doubtful or afraid, we should remember what God said to Abraham, remember, remembering the promises. So Genesis 18 verse 14 says, Is anything too hard for the Lord? Mm. So when, you're, when, you, when you have lack of faith, when things are not working, when when life's full of doubts, remember the verse, Genesis 18 verse 14, is anything too hard for the Lord, right? There's many verses in the Bible to say, wait upon the Lord, wait upon Him. You don't want to do anything that's in, out of His will. You may have been waiting for something that hasn't come yet, but keep trusting God. Don't try to make other plans like Sarah made other plans and then she regretted it in the end. Don't try and make other plans, but keep seeking God. Just keep seeking God. We hope that this has encouraged you today. Yes. Our story of Sarah and her strengths and weaknesses and what we can learn from her life. Um, and we, what we can learn from ourselves and our own lives. Amen. So that is it from myself and Tanto. That is it. Yes. It's a mom's life where we live, laugh and love on Active FM. Please do check us out on Facebook. Let us know what you want us to chat about or if there's any comments. But we're heading out for today. Good Have a good one. Supernatural love for me
FM. Radio has never been better.